0: Welcome to another episode of The Glow Show. My name is Pastor Sarah Stadler. I've served Grace Lutheran Church in downtown Phoenix for the past 11 years. During fall 2021, we are exploring the theme Theological ABCs, lifting up the words of our faith and exploring them. Today, we have with us Pastor Beth Gallen, who serves New Journey Lutheran Church in Fountain Hills, with us to talk about our word for the day. Pastor Beth used to serve here at Greece as Vicar Beth back in the academic year 2019 to 2020. so it's good to have you back Pastor Beth. I'm glad to be here. Today we are lifting up F for forgiveness and I understand there is a particular story from Scripture that speaks to you about forgiveness
1: Yes yes when I uh, when I was thinking about this particular theological, letter, I immediately thought of the story of the prodigal son or the loving father or the prodigal father. It comes from the Gospel of Luke, which is in the New Testament, chapter 15. And I won't read the story because it's too long, but I'll just highlight some of the the plot. The story begins with this man who has two sons, an older and a younger, obviously. And the older son uh, works with his father in the on the land and the younger son does as well but one day this younger son decides he wants to go off in his own way and live in the world on his own and so he asks his father for his inheritance early uh, and so the father gives him the inheritance and the son goes off and he uh, has all kinds of interesting adventures out in the world on his own and ends up squandering his inheritance and he's he's he is, he is laying with the pigs eating the pods from the pigs I mean it's a really sore place right for this for this son and he decides that this is not how he imagined his life and so he wants to come back to his dad and he's and he's nervous about that right but so he just decides to take a chance and go back to his father but before he can uh, get to his father his, his father sees him in the distance and is filled with compassion and runs to him and receives him in an embrace and kisses him and this son is surprised by this uh, this action and uh, and says to his dad you know I'm no longer worthy to to be your son you know I'll work as a hired hand and and that the father doesn't agree to that instead what the father does is he decides to throw a party he kills the fatted calf and he throws this, celebra- this celebration and rejoices because his son, who was lost, has now been found. And this story for me speaks to forgiveness because of the action of the father, who was already poised to receive his wandering wayward son. So for me, there's a deep connection between forgiveness and love. Love... Which which abided so deeply in the Father for His Son. Mm-hmm. This speaks, I think, how speaks to me anyway. How God is postured towards us, mm-hmm. like as one level of forgiving yes. or forgiveness. Yeah. But also maybe an ideal mm-hmm. of how we as human beings get to be postured towards one another.
0: Yeah. It is a really striking image to me, um, thinking about this father, seeing his son coming from far off and running to meet him. And so often when I am confessing my own sin to God, I'm like beating myself up and I am just like, I could never be forgiven for this thing. But really, God's posture is running to meet me. Right, right. Ready to receive me. Right. 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 Like there's this deep
1: relief yeah. that God uh, feels when and, and I think that there's something so important that the father was probably waiting for this son to return. Yeah. And the minute the minute the father sees this son in the distance, he takes off running towards him. And that is amazing. It's yeah. amazing.
0: Yeah.
1: I, and I think what's so this story, too, um, doesn't doesn't highlight punishment yeah. as the response to wrongdoing yep. or mistakes. Of course there are consequences. Yeah. Right? So he, the son's eating the pods with the pigs and mm, yeah. you know so there are consequences of this choice and that I don't think that's I don't think that's punishment but I think what ends up happening in the story is this this incredible this abundance this generosity of love and forgiveness. And I wonder I say ideal, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think this always happens between humans. But I think this is always true. Yes. Between God and and humanity.
0: Yeah. You know, because God, God's love for us, God's forgiveness of us does not depend on us. Right. And while we like to think, I think as humans, we like to think that I would love and forgive someone if they deserved it. That's actually not the case, mm-hmm. that we we choose to love and forgive others because we choose to love and forgive others. Mm-hmm. It's not dependent on someone else, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: although that's very hard. I
1: think so, too. Very I hard. think so, too. Yeah, this process of, I guess we should call it a process of forgiveness. If, mm. if we're going to talk about what forgiveness looks like between two people, mm-hmm. it's not a one-off Right, it's not you did me wrong, and so now I'm just going to choose to forgive you and tell you that I've forgiven you, and then it's over. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that, sometimes, but if on minor things, Mm -hmm. but on major, yeah, wrongdoing or harm, forgiveness is not a one-off. It is a process. It can take years and years and years for forgiveness to exist between two people.
0: And of course, whenever we talk about forgiveness, I think it's good to highlight that forgiveness is not saying that what someone did was okay. It very well might not have been okay. And there are always consequences for our actions, Mm -hmm. whether positive or negative, Mm -hmm. healthy or unhealthy. But forgiveness is not about—forgiveness is different than boundaries. Forgiveness is different than accountability. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is saying— freeing ourselves from being angry i think mm-hmm. and bitter yeah hostile yeah yeah all
1: of those all of those clear indications that the relationship isn't right yeah right i think bitterness is for me i think that's key mm-hmm. cuz anger is helpful it it, it, hel- it helps us to realize that a boundary has been crossed yes. and forgiveness probably is in our future, we hope, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but bitterness is that, that, ha- that is anger poisoned, I mm, think. Yes. Good point. Yeah. Good point. And, and for the person who has been harmed, that's only doing more harm for them. So there's a, there's a separation. There's got to be a separation between the person who did the harm mm-hmm. and the person who was hurt, mm-hmm. Right. And so forgiveness can happen on the side of the person who was hurt without the permission of the person who did the harming. Yeah.
0: Now, in the ideal situation, every time that we harm someone, we would go and confess. Right. But does that happen? Unfortunately not. (laughs) (laughs) So we shouldn't hold our breaths. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever had a significant experience of forgiving or being forgiven? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh absolutely. Absolutely. I will um I ha-
1: actually perhaps a, a um a story about confessing. Hmm. I'll tell this hopefully quickly. I'm not known for being, you know, brief, but I'll do my best. Uh when I was in seminary in my preaching class we were um looking at the great speeches hmm. of the 20th century. And of course, we, l- we listened to and watched Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. Um, and in that speech, he uses common vernacular for the time. For the sake of this podcast, I'm quoting Martin Luther King Jr. here. Mm-hmm. He uses the word Negro. Mm-hmm. And in the discussion that followed in this class, white people were throwing that word around mm. and we have we had people of color of course in our class and mm-hmm. they were quiet mm-hmm. well the next class then um a woman uh, uh, a dear friend of mine calls the class out mm-hmm. and she she said to us shame on all of you mm-hmm. for throwing this word around mm-hmm. as if it doesn't actually bruise our bodies still yeah and I felt so convicted by her, her hurt and her pain that – and I chewed on this for, like, several days, this experience, right? And finally what, what I came to, to the conclusion that was I, I needed to confess to her my complicity. Mm-hmm. That I didn't stand up and I knew that that was the right thing to do and mm-hmm. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I just let it be normalized. Mm-hmm. And so I did this. I did this. I confessed to her. And I said, "Now, this is not dependent on your forgiveness. I mm-hmm. just, I'm confessing mm-hmm. that this was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I will, she looked at me with such compassion in her eyes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so I think that was a moment of, of humility mm-hmm. and learning and then a commitment to do better. Yeah. For the sake of the relationship between me and my friend mm-hmm. who I love and respect mm-hmm. and th- so that was that would be one experience of how confession mm-hmm. played a role in actually bringing us
0: closer together in relationship. Yeah. yeah. What did you learn from that experience about forgiveness besides the role of confession? Mm-hmm. I think
1: I learned that forgiveness is um, more available mm-hmm. than we think it is, huh. Yeah, I think when we make mistakes, whatever shame is covering us, it drives us away from each other rather than towards. And so this is why that story from Luke 15 is so important, right? Because (laughs) it's actually only after forgiveness is offered, after the dad embraces his son and kisses him, that the son then says, I'm not worthy. Hmm. Hmm. But he was already forgiven. Yeah, already embraced, already loved, and yeah. kissed.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So I think that that was a learning for me that forgiveness is more is more readily available than we think it is. We just have to,
0: I don't know, allow ourselves to be driven back to the relationship. Mm-hmm. It is really interesting that. When we feel badly about something that we have done that might invite confession, we avoid it, and it seems to grow bigger and loom larger. And when we do confess it, then it's kind of freed of its, we're freed from the power of that. Mm -hmm. And it also frees the other person to forgive us. Mm Man, confession is helpful. It's a powerful. It's a
1: it's a powerful tool I think we have. Yeah. Not just interpersonally, but this is something we do in worship. Yes. On Sunday mornings.
0: Yes. Right. God is way better at forgiving people though. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God for that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but it yeah, forgiveness really is more readily available than we think. And uh, We might be surprised if we opened ourselves Mm -hmm. to receive it. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Read Luke 15, Mm.
1: the prodigal father story. And perhaps this week reflect on the places in your lives where you have received forgiveness Mm -hmm. or where perhaps you could extend it and surprise someone with how how readily available forgiveness actually is.
0: Wonderful.
1: tenderly Jesus is calling, calling, O sinner, come home.